Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, the pandemic has given us all um, an opportunity, I suppose, to reflect on our career and what we're doing with our lives. And, um, you know, a lot of people have made changes. They've maybe um, tried to have a more relaxed type of lifestyle. And um, But when you're when you're when you want to change your career are you doing it for the right reasons and to help us through this is Quiva Burke she's a consultant uh, um with Burke Consulting HR good morning Quiva Good morning, Fiona. How's it going today? Uh, very well, Quiva. So, do you know, we often, you know, I'm sure there's the vast majority of us have thought about a career change at some stage in our lives, but there are a number of questions that we should look at before we, we change because it could be a situation where the grass is always greener on the other side. We, we change career and we might be doing it for completely the wrong reasons. Um, so there is a, there, you, there, there's a list of about 11 questions that we really need to be looking at. Is that right? There is. Well, like, as in, I, I will take the 11 and we'll, we'll, we'll distill this down for the purpose yeah. of today, right? <laughs> so I guess the first thing I want to say is that there's there's two things, right? There's a job. The job is the position that you currently are in in order to earn a living and pay the bills. And then mm. a career is something that spans a lifetime. So I like, take your, your, for example, yourself, Fiona, like, I'm sure when you started off your career, did you did you feel like today this is where you were going to be, right? So, Not a chance. <laughs> exactly. So, but you're fabulous at it. So basically, you. You, you, you build a career, right? And the idea is that, like, I think people have this idea, like this five to 10 year plan, but if COVID and just life has taught us anything, that five to 10 year plan really needs to be taken back a mm. step in order to build because things change, circumstances change, everything changes. So what I would be suggesting to people is to first ask themselves, are you happy, right? Are you happy in your current gig? If it's scoring anything less than I would say a seven out of 10, then it is time to take a step back and decide what is it that makes you happy. Now, again, speaking to the grass is always greener, there's always going to be aspects of your job that you don't particularly love. It might be the administration side, it might be the travel side, mm. it might be the number of meetings. But on the all, if like somebody is there, they're invested in your development, you're enjoying what you're doing day to day, you work with a wonderful team, then it's okay to sit still, right? You will have time to continue to hopefully build on your career in that current position. And if in time that starts to wane, 
that is when you would potentially start to look. But before you look, like if you are unhappy with a certain element of your career, um, whether it be, as you said, the commute or somebody in your office or, you know, the admin yeah. work or whatever, um, rather than changing career altogether, should you be looking at um, what you're doing and, and ways that you could change things in your job and in your career where you are now to try and make you a little bit happier? Absolutely. But I think the first thing is always to have a conversation if there's somebody that you trust, if there's a manager that you get on really well with, like talk to them maybe about their career, if that's something that you're aspiring to. Mm. There's also, you know, you could look at courses, right? Like there's wonderful opportunities that are very, very low cost, like even through the local enterprise office, if you're curious to find out a little bit more, if you're not entirely sure what you're, you know, what it is that you might really, really love, like getting exposure or even doing information interviews like a lot of HR departments and I know they're incredibly busy right now but maybe there's people within your network that are doing something that you're keen to know more about mm. so why not set up and have a coffee with them and actually understand a bit more before you make that leap now if you do make that leap sometimes you have to take a step back to bounce forward so it's a little game it, it can be a game of patience if it's not very clear to you where it is you want to go and then you know it takes time sometimes to make those steps. So I guess if, if you want to make the move, that's great. Educate yourself, understand from others in the profession what it is it will take and then take make a plan for the next year, time stamp it, mm. to work towards that. And if you have a career goal and you've had that career goal since, you know, forever, like even when you went to college, say like, for example, if you wanted to be a doctor and you went to university and you did all that and then you became a doctor and after five years you decided, OK, this is not for me. Um, like that, it, it's, it's a big thing to rethink your career goal, isn't it? Yeah massive after after that investment and that time and energy but there's there's so many things like you know taking the medical profession as an example like maybe you want to go into research or more of a consultative role like there's definitely opportunities if you have maybe built a career in medicine business whatever the case may be where you mm. can take the skills that you have learned it's called you know your transferable skill set and then work that into something that makes more sense to you and, and, and is more meaningful to you because we spend so much of our time every day doing what we do there's no joy in being miserable or not you know completely satisfied by that now as I said complete satisfaction none of us are going to get that every day so you've got to be realistic in that regard but there's definitely ways in which you can make moves or take steps to get to a happier more fulfilling place Mm. and even with upskilling I mean you know, you, you mentioned that about upskilling and, and looking at that. And again, I suppose that could make you happier in the job that you're in without totally. necessarily completely changing your career. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think knowledge is power. So like, as in, if you if you understand something a little bit more deeply and you know, maybe be it the questions to ask or the right person to talk to, to maybe help you mobilize in a particular direction or to give you experience, right? The big thing is, is that within the majority of organizations, like even smaller businesses, there's, there's lots of opportunities that aren't necessarily apparent to you in your day to day because you're just, mm-hmm. you know, you're on the hamster wheel, you're doing your thing. So you, you learn a little bit more, you do a course, you have these discussions with management or with people externally, and then you kind of look in internal and be like well is there opportunity for me here to try something in marketing like wouldn't it be great if I developed like you know more of a social media presence for the business that I work with and are those opportunities there so yeah absolutely looking internally it's it's a great place to start because they know you and trust you. 
And Quiva, what about flexibility? I mean, we've all had a taste now of working remotely and many people are slowly coming back to the office. Other companies have insisted that employees come back to the office full time and maybe that doesn't suit somebody. Maybe they like the whole flexibility of being able to do some days at home and they don't want to be in an office full time. Would that be a reason then for you to decide to maybe look elsewhere? Uh, yes and no. Like there are certain professions where, you know, unfortunately, you just, you can't, you cannot work from home mm. full time, right? If you're a doctor like a or a nurse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, now maybe you can set up a box in your home, but like <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's just not practical. Like mm. for me personally, I'm a huge proponent where it can be accommodated of like a blended work environment. So mm. whereby you're in the office two and a max three days a week and then the rest of the time you're at home. And like the studies are there, right? They're coming out more and more as the, as the weeks and months go by where it's like people aren't seeing that massive dip in productivity. They're not seeing issues with efficiency, with work getting done. People are more engaged. People are less likely to quit I think employers that are potentially are resistant to not embracing it where it can be embraced is mm. going to create an issue for you long term when it comes to retention um, but again I think people also you know we've kind of got a little bit of social anxiety coming out of COVID and getting back you know onto the busy buses and getting back into the office it, it is a it is a point of concern for people still even though COVID while it's there it's less that it's more just having to be around in a busy environment but it's so important to connect with your peers, to connect with your colleagues, to see them face to face. And at the junior and mid levels, you know, picking up like social nuances, like you're in a meeting, how the CEO, you know, conducts themselves or how mm. reports are being prepared and presented in person. Virtual has been wonderful, but you can't underestimate the benefit of being face to face with people. It's 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 the blend. I think the blend is the place to be, but if you're not getting that and you want it, you can be sure there are employers out there that are accommodating that. And Quiva, if there is anyone out there this morning listening to this and are in agreement that, okay, yeah, it's time now for me to change my career and um, I need, but, but they're looking at their CV and it needs to be updated, it needs a bit of work, what kind of advice would you give to those people? Um, I would say um, start with a template uh, insofar as there's Etsy is a wonderful example of a free resource where you can get email or sorry email excuse me CV templates mm. right so look CVs have actually they've they've come of age they're they're not just black and white text anymore there's a little bit there's a little bit more um, uh, finesse and fun to them I would say now the content is still the content but just the presentation is key particularly dependent on the role that you're after so I would say take a look at your CV take the time to do it well a, a CV to do it well takes a few days it doesn't get done overnight mm. and it would where possible if you have people in your circle or people that you know that can provide input that would be great think about that transferable skill set that I touched on as well if you have time and you're thinking about you know upskilling or reskilling look at the available course options they don't have to be expensive and as I said informational interviews a great place to get a taste of what's out there and what might be a good next step for you in the next one to three years. And for a lot of people who might be afraid that their CV is just, you know, a boring two page um, (laughs) description of what they're doing and other people might have TikTok videos or they might have like videos to accompany their CVs or whatever. Like, does does it matter what kind of a format it comes in or is it just getting the relevant information out there in as clearly and concise a way as possible? as clearly and concise way as possible like the amount of spelling errors grammatical errors the lack of thought that goes into the CVs and this is just speaking from personal experience it's astounding like you need oh my god yes you need to take your time to do it properly and do it well it doesn't have to be all bells and whistles and include fancy video links it Mm. just it needs to be a representation of you but like 
you're looking as a as a hiring manager, you're looking at like you could be looking at hundreds upon hundreds of CVs a week. So take the job spec that you're looking at that you're applying for and try and work elements of that job spec into the CV. Mm-hmm. If you really want the gig, you need to stand out. And if I'm not seeing that you've got experience with a particular technology or you haven't made an effort to say, okay, well, I don't have this, but I have that, I'm just going to go on to the next CV, right? Brilliant. So it's important to to make the effort. Okay, Quiva, thank you so much for joining us on the opinion line this morning. That was Quiva Burke of Burke Consulting HR. Courts 96 FM.